This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, everyone. Welcome to This Day in History class, where we uncover the remnants of history every day. Today is April 9th, 2019. The day was April 9th, 1921. Mary Winston was born in Hampton, Virginia, to Ella and Frank Winston. Mary would grow up to become an accomplished mathematician and aerospace engineer, and the first Black female engineer to work at the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, or NASA. Mary faced the challenges of segregation and discrimination as she progressed in her career, as did many of the other Black women who worked as mathematicians and engineers. But now, she's recognized for her contributions to the space program and her commitment to serving her community and creating more opportunities for women in science. Mary went to the segregated George P. Phoenix Training School, and when she graduated from there with highest honors, she began attending the Hampton Institute. She graduated from Hampton in 1942 with Bachelor of Science degrees in Math and Physical Sciences. Her plan was to become a teacher and she did teach math for a year at an all-Black school in Calvert County, Maryland. When she went back to Hampton to care for her ailing father, she started working as a receptionist at the King Street USO Club, an organization that served Black military service members during World War II. Over the next several years, she married Levi Jackson and had a son, Levi Jr. She took time off work to raise little Levi and took a couple more jobs, as a bookkeeper and an army secretary. But in 1951, the National Advisory Committee for Aeronautics recruited Mary to be a research mathematician or a human computer. She began working in the Langley Memorial Aeronautical Laboratory in the segregated West Area Computing Section, where all the mathematicians were Black women, and reported to Dorothy Vaughn, whom she had met while she was an army secretary at Fort Monroe. At the time, a ton of computing jobs were necessary to make up for increased production due to World War II. White women were being hired as computers, but after employment discrimination was outlawed by Executive Order 8802, Black women joined the ranks of mathematicians at Langley. Of course, that's not to say discrimination in hiring and within the jobs ended all of a sudden. Computing was often viewed as inferior work by the male engineers, and segregation, racism, and sexism were still a part of the mathematician's experience. Despite this, Mary excelled. After two years in the computing pool, engineer Kazimierz Zarnecki asked her to come work for him in the supersonic pressure tunnel, a 60,000-horsepower wind tunnel. When Zarnecki suggested she train to be promoted to an engineer, she accepted the challenge. She petitioned the city of Hampton to be able to attend all-white graduate-level math and physics classes at the University of Virginia. Her petition was accepted. She took the courses, and she was promoted in 1958 to become the first Black female engineer at NASA, which was founded in July of that same year. She also co-authored her first report that year, called Effects of Nose Angle and Mach Number on Transition on Cones at Supersonic Speeds. Over the next couple of decades, Mary worked as an aeronautical engineer, working on reports that mainly focused on the behavior of the boundary layer of air around airplanes. 
but she eventually grew frustrated with not being promoted and not being able to break into management positions. She left engineering and in 1979 became Langley's Federal Women's Program Manager. In that position, she was able to help hire women and people in underrepresented groups, help them advance their careers, and uplift their accomplishments. In the 1970s, Mary helped build a wind tunnel for the Science Club at Hampton's King Street Community Center. She said the following about that act in a local newspaper. We have to do something like this to get them interested in science. Sometimes they are not aware of the number of black scientists and don't even know of the career opportunities until it is too late. Mary retired from Langley in 1985, by which time she had received some awards for her leadership and service. She died in February of 2005, but she has since received more recognition, including being featured in a best-selling book called Hidden Figures and a movie of the same name. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you'd like to learn more about Mary Jackson, you can listen to the episode of Stuff You Missed in History Class called Mary Winston Jackson, NASA Engineer. If there are any upcoming days in history that you'd really like me to cover on the show, give us a shout on social media at T-D-I-H-C podcast. Thank you for joining me today. See you same place, same time tomorrow.